There's lots of advice telling you how to set and reach your goals. But before you dive in, it's a good idea to know God's plan for your life. Find joy in pursuing the next steps God has for you in Dr. David Jeremiah's new book, Forward, Discovering God's Presence and Purpose in Your Tomorrow. God does have a perfect plan for you, and it's time to embrace your life's purpose. It's time to move forward. Learn more at davidjeremiah.ca slash forward. He's a pastor, a sought-after speaker, and the author of such bestsellers as The Joshua Code and The Jesus Code. He's O.S. Hawkins. And today on Turning Point, he visits with Dr. David Jeremiah to discuss his powerful new book, The Bible Code, Finding Jesus in Every Book in the Bible. To help you discover Jesus throughout Scripture, here's David and his interview with author and friend O.S. Hawkins. Hey, I'm talking to my friend O.S. Hawkins today. He's not a stranger to those of you who listen to me on the radio because we have featured some of his code books in the past and always get such great response from all of you because of the way these books are written and how they communicate. And uh, during the month of November, uh, we have a brand new code book from O.S. Hawkins, and uh, I think it's the best one of all, and it's one that I'm truly excited about. And before I get into the discussion of the book, let me welcome O.S. Hawkins to our discussion today. Thank you, Dr. Jeremiah. It's a joy to be with you. Appreciate all you do for the kingdom and how God is just uh, enlarging the kingdom through the ministry you've received from him. Well, you know, we believe in the printed page. Someone once told me you can talk on the radio and people will hear that. But when you put it in print, it's permanent. It gives a sense of of uh, stability to what you're saying. And so over the years, we have distributed uh, millions of books, literally. And we've also had the privilege of introducing you and your books to our people and vice versa. The book you just uh, released, The Bible Code, is um, our special ministry for this month. And I'd like to ask you, first of all, what caused you to start using the word code in these books? Because that's kind of the signature word that everybody associates with you. Right. And, you know, I uh, I really don't know how to answer that other than the fact that it's not a, it's not code in the sense of a secret, but it's uh, it's sort of a code in being able to unlock truth that's already there in the Word of God. You know, it all started, David, when uh, I, I began to realize that new believers that I'd seen come to the Lord and even believers that, that had been walking with the Lord found it a little bit difficult to get into the Word of God. Maybe they started in Matthew, and by the time they got through the first chapter, they couldn't pronounce half the names in the genealogy, (laughs) or if they started in Genesis, they got bogged down by Leviticus. And so I picked 52 verses in the Bible that I thought every believer ought to know. And if they would know those 52 verses, they would know basically the theme of the whole Bible. And uh, Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night in order that you may do all that's written therein, and then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. So I picked those 52 verses, and I called it the Joshua Code, 52 scripture verses every believer should know, one for every week of the year. 
year. Memorize that verse that week. Their Bible study materials there. Their practical helps to apply it to your life. And it was a devotional guide, and it just took off. Uh, it's not. It mm-hmm. wasn't about getting people into the Word of God. It's about getting the Word into our people. Yeah. And you know what? What happens when you do that? When you when you put it in that format. It doesn't intimidate people. When they see it, they, they read the first one, and they think, oh, I can do that. Exactly. And then they get into it, and little by little, you know, um, sometimes we try to feed the people of God with a fire hose, and it just and they choke and drown, and it just overwhelms them. Yet the profundity of these books is, is what I think is really being used of God. Well, thank you. And you know the then I was reading devotionally through the Gospels, like I've done hundreds of times, and all of us have if we've lived decades of Christian experience like I have. And and I began to be taken by the numbers of times Jesus asked questions in the Gospels, over 150 questions he asked. We know he was omniscient. He had all knowledge. He didn't need the answers, uh, but he was trying to use that as a way for us to see where we were. So then I came up with 52 scripture questions every believer ought to know before they get to heaven. If a man dies, will he live again? What think you the Christ? Mm -hmm. Whose son is he? And uh, so that was the Jesus Code, 52 scripture questions every believer should know. And now the Bible Code, Finding Jesus in Every Book of the Bible, is the 12th or 13th in that series. And and they've sold over 2 million copies. And all my royalties of all these books go to Mission Dignity, which is a ministry we have here at Guidestone that helps retired pastors and their widows in their declining years. Amen. You know, uh, one of the reasons that I'm so interested in this this new project that we, and I have a copy of it sitting here, um, and, and I don't want to get too theological about this, but over the last year, for the first time in my life, I've heard somewhat respected uh, Bible teachers talk about um, disconnecting from the Old Testament, and it just overwhelms me to think about that. And, you know, the idea that there's something uh, uniquely different about the the New Testament, obviously these are two different um, uh, writings from two different periods of time in history. But the thing that has to really be understood is that Jesus is the theme of all of it. And if you disconnect the New Testament from the Old Testament, you're leaving half of it on the table. When you came and showed how Jesus is referenced in every book in the Old Testament, it was something I knew, but it was also something very refreshing and powerful. And um, I, I just I just want to tell you that I think this is going to be a blessing to a lot of people, and it's also going to be a new information to a lot of people because many of God's people don't know that you can find Jesus in the Old Testament. Exactly. And, of course, Jesus himself uh, expressed that on numerous occasions. After the crucifixion, Mm -hmm. uh, the the disciples forsook him and fled, and they were dejected. And Cleopas and that unnamed uh, disciple, follower from uh, Emmaus, were headed back, and the resurrected Christ appeared to them. And as you know, in in Luke 24, 27, it says, "...and beginning..." With Moses and all the prophets, he did explain to them, expound to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So from mm-hmm. Moses to Malachi, Jesus preached Jesus. And and back when he went to Jerusalem in John 5, he, 
He said in verse 39, search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. He was talking about the Old Testament. And then, of course, in verse 46, uh, uh, saying, if you had believed Moses, you would have believed me, he said, because he wrote of me. So we believe Jesus can be found in every book of the Bible. Amen. Well, let's talk about some of these because there'll be a surprise to some folks. For instance, uh, in the book of Amos, you say that Jesus is our plumb line. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know, Amos... Amos was a country preacher, as you know, and you know if you if you read his uh, language, the compared to Isaiah, some of the others, his rhetoric. He was just a a man of the earth, a man of the a farmer. soil. He he yeah he was a he was just a a, a regular guy, and uh, uh, he used this vivid imagery of a plumb line. Uh, uh, the Bible says in, in Amos 7, for example, thus he showed me, behold, the Lord stood on a wall made with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. And then the Lord said, behold, I am setting a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. Well, well, uh, Amos was warning the people of the northern kingdom uh, that God has a righteous standard by which he'll judge his people. And a plumb line, as many people know, is just a string with a weight attached to one end. And when the string is held in such a way that the weight dangles freely, eventually it comes to a halt with an exact vertical line. So carpenters use those plumb lines today to keep the works exactly straight in line. And in essence, the plumb line applies God's exact law of gravity to right angles. So it never changes. Uh, it doesn't move with the wishes or whims of the carpenter. It remains true always. And Jesus is is God's plumb line. He he came down from heaven uh, in our midst. He didn't just set a standard by meeting the righteous demands of the law. He is the standard. He is our plumb line. And so mm-hmm. into our moral failures and shortcomings, what Amos is telling us is Christ comes to show us God's plumb line, not weighted by the law, but weighted by grace. And he says to us today, I'm the plumb line. I alone measured up mm-hmm. to the perfect standard right. of God, but by grace, through faith in me alone, you can stand in my righteousness. So when God tests you with his plumb line, instead of condemning you, he can receive you faultless before his throne. So Amen. Amos was just showing us that God has a righteous standard, and it's Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't talk about all of these, but I'm choosing some of the ones that um well, they're from books that people may not even have found yet in the Old Testament, depending on how long they've been walking with the Lord. And I want to jump over to the book of Nahum because um, the picture of Jesus in the book of Nahum is he is our stronghold in the day of trouble. And we could use a little exposition on that uh, during these uh, challenging days in which we live. Oh, for sure. And you know, all of our listeners better get to know Nahum because they may meet him in heaven and he's going to say, what do you think about my book? And I think we ought to be able to <laughs> be able to give him an answer. So Nahum, yeah. you know, he said, the Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble and he knows those who trust in him. So Nahum, as you know, was the prophet who prophesied the fall of Nineveh, the Assyrian capital. But, but in the midst of the doom and gloom of his book, there arises a reminder that God's a good God 
and he knows who is his. And Naaman reveals that Jesus is our stronghold, our safe haven. You know, in biblical times, mm-hmm. kings had their strongholds. Those of you know, I know thousands of people. David have traveled with you to Israel. They've seen the Herodians south of Bethlehem. They've seen Masada and been up on Masada. These were strongholds where people could go in time of trouble and find refuge. Uh, and in the days of King David, we we find David fleeing to those strongholds. In fact, he he said in the Psalms, "The Lord is a stronghold." for the oppressed and a stronghold in times of trouble. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus told us that he was positioned in his father. He said when he left, before he left, the night before the crucifixion, he said, at that day, you'll know that I'm in my father and you're in me and I'm in you. Mm -hmm. Now, if Jesus is positioned in the father, and I'm in him and he's in me. If, he, if I'm in him and he's in me, he's taking care of the inside of me and the outside of me. Yeah, and nothing can right. get to me that doesn't have to come through God the Father and God the Son. So Jesus is that stronghold in days like this that we can find our refuge and our mm-hmm. rest and flee to him. Yeah, we actually shelter in him, don't we? There are Psalms that talk about the, the sheltering God, and everybody's talking about sheltering during all these days we've been through, some probably still doing it more or less. But uh, it's wonderful to know that you have the strength of uh, the stronghold, and you can trust in him, and especially in the day of trouble. Hey, we don't want to be partial to the Old Testament, so let me grab one from the New Testament. Okay. Uh, the book of Titus talks about Jesus is our blessed hope. Absolutely. You know what? This is the theme of David Jeremiah's ministry, for example. And David, what I'm concerned about today is there's I find very few people talking about our blessed hope, which is, for all of our listeners to be reminded, it's his glorious appearing when our Lord Jesus comes. And that's what that's what it says in Titus. It says, Jesus is our blessed hope, his glorious appearing. You know, those early believers, they had witnessed the resurrection. They'd witnessed the ascension. They'd seen the miracle of his ascent from the Mount of Olives as he was ascended from that mountain. Uh, he said he was going to come in like manner as they saw him leave. And so they lived for that moment. And in their hearts and minds, it was imminent. He was coming back at any moment. And they were just not not just ready for his return. They were consumed with that. They, they had a word that constantly escaped their lips. Maranatha, the Lord is coming. They greeted each other with that word. When they were martyred, they, they went to their martyr's death with that word escaping their lips. And, and then the days turned into months, and the months turned into years, and the years to decades, the decades to centuries. And so many believers today have lost that anticipation of his blessed hope, our glorious appearing. And there's so many signs today. You and I both love Israel. What a what an incredible sign the regathering of the people, the Jews mm-hmm. to Israel is. So many other signs and wonders that tell us that that uh, the, the the return of our Lord is still imminent. Well, you know what I've discovered uh, as a pastor, um, OS, is that during these recent days when um, a lot of the things that we have taken for granted have been taken from us and uh, we got rid of a lot of the trinkets and toys for a period of time, many of God's people have um, been drawn back to a realization of the reality of Jesus Christ. We've had more people come to Christ during the 
pandemic than ever in any period in my Amen. life. And we've been doing it over the internet and now back outdoors in services. But when when people realize how frail life is as they come to enjoy it, then they begin to realize if you don't have your life connected to something more powerful than that, um, you're not ready for um, what we talked about a few moments ago, the day of trouble. So I think people are being drawn back, and that's a good reminder from Titus that he is our blessed hope. Hey, let me ask you about um, how the book is put together. Um, you devoted a certain number of pages to each book. Tell us how you came about doing that. Well, uh we try to keep these books, the Code Series, as you know, and as your as your listeners who receive them know, they're they're beautiful leather bound editions, uh, gift books, devotionals, and so they're they're limited to certain number of pages, two hundred and some odd pages. So I have a, I have just a limited number of of words I can use in each chapter. So uh, it takes takes me three, four, five, six months to do a code book with all the research and the outlining in it. But it's one of the joys of my life. And like you, I've been preaching for decades. And uh, David, you know, back there and when I started pastoring uh, almost 50 years ago, I prepared every message with a full manuscript, Greek word studies, documented where I got illustrations and everything. So I've got thousands of full manuscripts in my files. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great resource that I can go back and, and, and get from. Well, I did, I did the same thing. People ask me how I have written so many books. And you don't write a book in a period of time. You write a book in your life. Isn't that and, the uh, truth? That is a great, yeah. great way to put it. And it's true. And one of the things about um, having studied the Bible all these years that's so wonderful is when you're studying one thing, God brings things you've studied before back to your mind. And your, your mind is kind of like a little computer. And if you made input into the computer, you got something to work with, unfortunately. Absolutely. So many guys, you and I know, they don't study the Bible, and so everything that they do has to be um, fresh and right then because they don't have anything in their computer. I don't know how to say it any other way, but I'm so glad that that these books have become available because I think they will strengthen believers. But let's ask this question. What if you gave the Bible code to an unbeliever? How does that work? Right. And that that's what I've designed them for. And, and you know, that's the reason they've sold so many copies, because they sell each other. Somebody gets the Bible code, and they then they want the Joshua code, the 52 scriptures every believer should know, the Jesus code, 52 questions every believer should answer. And so... They they're they're just great unoffensive tools to to give to someone, and they're beautifully bound, so that it's you're giving a beautiful gift to someone when you do it, and that's one of the one of the secrets of it, and 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 we're so grateful to to you and your listeners for helping us get this word out. Well, it is a beautiful book. In fact, it's one of the few books you'll ever see. Um, I find that as a, as a writer, uh, publishers are trying to find. Um, less and less expensive ways to uh, present your material and save every dollar or every dime. I'm not really sure where that all goes. I know it doesn't come to me, but <laughs> the, 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 the thing about this book that's really cool is it, the cover is padded. You know, when you when you see this book and you touch it, you feel the depth of the cover. Right. And it's, and it's beautiful. It's got um, beautiful embossed words on the front, and each chapter... Uh, is you just look at it, you know, I can read this. You can read it in just a few minutes. Read one every day. And um, and when you get done, 
you won't remember all of them, but you'll remember many of them. And this is kind of a book that it can be read over and over again. And when you're done reading it, you can give it to someone else. But exactly. Oh, this is a, this has been a great uh, gift to the body of Christ. I want you to know that. And I think God's going to use it to open up the Old Testament to a lot of people uh, who who feel like maybe uh, the Old Testament is for seminary scholars and it doesn't have anything to do with their everyday faith. And I'll, I'll tell you what, finding Jesus in every book doesn't take very long. You just have to read it and you'll discover uh, you know, I remember you and I both know uh, how uh, how um, W. A. Criswell used to preach that scarlet message where he would right. start in the scarlet Old Testament and, through the Bible. Yeah, and and it went forever. I think you had to have a lot of stamina to go to that sermon because it lasted for four hours or something <laughs> That's like true. that. But, but he preached Jesus Christ from Genesis one to the end of the Book of Revelation. Yeah, he did it on a New Year's Eve one night. Yep, I remember that. And that's what that's what you've done. But thank you for not doing it in four hours. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, let that me very just much. say, since you brought up Dr. Criswell, he loved David Jeremiah. He was like a father to me, and it was my joy to be his successor there at First Baptist Dallas. But he loved David Jeremiah. And David is a man of personal privilege. Let me just say, I tell people everywhere this, so I'm not just uh, saying it because we're on this program. If I had one verse of scripture to identify who I think David Jeremiah is, I'd say what Asaph, the psalmist, said of King David in Psalm seventy-eight, seventy-two, that he led his people with the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness of his hands. And I don't know, David, any anybody that more manifests that verse, excellence and skillfulness of hand and rightly dividing the word of truth and just having a life of integrity uh, has been such a blessing to so many of us. We see so many people mess up in ministry and you just, uh, you're that plumb line, David, for all of us in ministry. And we thank God for you. What I know, OS, is what we all know is um, you can't take one day for granted that you've done all of these things all these years, and so you're now not vulnerable anymore. The Bible says, let him who thinks he stands take care lest he fall. Amen. And I've just written a book uh, myself, and in the, in the one of the last chapters is on finishing, how important it is to finish and finish well. Absolutely. I was really interested interested to find out that a study was done at Fuller Seminary uh, several years back of all of the Bible characters that, that have two or three lines about them, and less than 30% of the Bible characters finished well. Isn't that amazing? And, yeah, and so uh, my goal is to finish well. I know that's your goal, too. And who was the old um, Southern Baptist um, evangelist, Vance Havner? Yeah. Um, he, he used to preach a sermon. I heard it one time. He said, Lord God, get me home before dark. <laughs> I think that <laughs> should true. be all of our, our prayer. Isn't that know? the truth? And you know, the, the amazing thing about those characters and their greatest temptations came later in life after they'd Absolutely. been so successful. In the last third of their life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so while I'm grateful that God has protected me and kept me from harm and uh, allowed my testimony to be strong, I realize that I have to be every day aware that um, the enemy would do anything in his power uh, to to destroy 
the influence that God has given to me, and you do the same for you. And so, hey, OS, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we're, we're thankful for the opportunity to promote your book and uh, the message of the book, and I know God's going to use it. We'll talk to you soon. And we close this interview with gratitude to O.S. Hawkins, our good friend, and also with the hope that you'll get a copy of this book. I know it will be a blessing to you. And tomorrow, we will get started with our study of the book of Mark and the series entitled In Search of the Savior. We're going to study the last part of Mark's gospel. And tomorrow, we begin the study with a lesson entitled Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus to you? Who really is Jesus? Tomorrow, right here on Turning Point. And uh, we have a wonderful offer, as you can well imagine, listening to this interview. You can get a copy of The Bible Code, this beautiful gift book written by O.S. Hawkins, by sending a gift to Turning Point during the month of November. All you have to do is send a gift of any size and say, please send me The Bible Code. I read this book, and I got to tell you, it's a real thrill to know that the Lord Jesus is in every book of the Bible, starting in the book of Genesis, every book of the Bible, either pictures or mentions in some way that the Lord Jesus Christ is the coming Redeemer. You owe it to yourself to read this. I want to send it to you. It's my joy to make it available to you through this interview with O.S. Hawkins and throughout the month of November. It is our November resource. So once again, to receive the book, The Bible Code, Finding Jesus in Every Book in the Bible, all you have to do is send a gift today to Turning Point to help us with the cost of radio time and production. And when you do that, ask for your copy of the book. This is a beautiful gift book. It is 227 pages long. It's a very beautifully presented book and one that you will cherish. And I would imagine you want to share it with someone. We look forward to hearing from you. You'll get this book as soon as you send your gift. Thank you for listening. For more information on Dr. Jeremiah's interview with author O.S. Hawkins, please visit our website where you'll also find two free ways to help you stay connected. Our monthly magazine, Turning Points, and our daily email devotional. Sign up today at davidjeremiah.ca slash radio. That's davidjeremiah.ca slash radio. Or call us at 800-946-4300. When you do, be sure to ask for your copy of O.S. Hawkins' new book, The Bible Code, Finding Jesus in Every Book in the Bible. It's yours for a gift of any amount. You can also purchase the Jeremiah Study Bible in the English Standard Version, the New International Version, and the New King James Version filled with helpful notes and articles by Dr. Jeremiah. Visit davidjeremiah.org radio for details. This is David Michael Jeremiah. Join us tomorrow as we begin the series In Search of the Savior, here on Turning Point with Dr. David Jeremiah. Thank you for your prayers and support of Turning Point. We invite you to make an even bigger impact by becoming one of our Bible Strong Partners. A special group whose support of the ministry is crucial in helping Dr. David Jeremiah deliver the unchanging Word of God to an ever-changing world. Turning Point is committed to presenting sound biblical teaching all across Canada. And when you stand with us in partnership, we also commit to you 
to provide you with empowering resources to keep you Bible strong. When you set up your online account at davidjeremiah.ca slash biblestrong, you will have instant access to Dr. Jeremiah's topical living library audio messages and his companion booklets, exclusive club resources, and our quarterly Influencing Your World newsletter. You can also purchase additional study guides at a 50% discount for personal or small group studies with our convenient one-click checkout. Plus, join our exclusive Facebook page. You will have special access to new audio podcasts and additional content from Dr. Jeremiah. Join with other Bible Strong partners today by committing to give $25 or more each month. Your prayers and donations are the backbone of Turning Point, keeping us Bible Strong. For more information or to join, visit our website today at davidjeremiah.ca slash biblestrong. It's time to move beyond the regrets of yesterday and the problems of today and instead discover that your best days are ahead. Don't miss David Jeremiah's It's Time to Move Forward online special. Dr. Jeremiah is joined by Sheila Walsh, Levi Lusco, and Anthony Evans as they share a message of hope for today. Hope to see the future with great expectation, to stand firm in the promises of God, and to move forward no matter your circumstances. Available to watch right now at davidjeremiah.org.